In my hometown, we couldn't get anime. But if you like anime, now you have Crunchyroll. In my hometown, the only thing we could get was uh, Ninja Scroll at Blockbuster Video. Yeah, we would just rent and, that all and, the time. And speedboat racing on TNN. And we would watch that Ninja Scroll all the time because it had like crazy violence and things we had never seen before in an animated movie because we had just grown up with Disney Disney stuff. So, uh, it's you know, Crunchyroll is awesome. It's the best possible streaming service to keep up with all your beloved ongoing series. Uh, there's all kinds of weird stuff in there from Japan, old school trash that you used to have to root around for back in the video store to find. Uh, and it used to be called, I guess, you know, me and my friends, we always refer to it as Japanimation. That seems kind of wrong now when I say it out loud, but that's what we used to call it. But uh, yeah, Crunchyroll is the best thing to happen to anime since that late night cartoon centric cable TV programming block, which I won't name here because reasons. And so go to crunchyroll.com slash comedy button, sign up for a free month. A uh, long trial today, and you know what? I hope you enjoy it. I love you. Hey guys, it's me, Max Scoville, the youngest, prettiest, and most baby-faced member of the Comedy Button. As I've probably mentioned on the show, I cannot grow a beard, but my face continues to generate patchy, shitty hair on it, so I have to regularly shave, otherwise I look like a teenager's mugshot, like one of those crime teens. I've tried a variety of different store-bought razors, and the cheap ones suck, and the ones that don't suck are too expensive to justify buying on a regular basis, but Harry's razors are the best of both worlds. They've got five blades, a flexible hinge, and a trimmer blade for getting hard-to-reach places like under your nose or trimming around your cool sideburns, you old 70s cop. Harry's razors also have a lubricating strip, and the starter set comes with moisturizing shaving cream, which I really appreciate, because my sensitive millennial skin is easily triggered by irritants. Head to www.harrys.com and use the promo code COMEDYBUTTON for five bucks off your first purchase, and they've got a quality guarantee, so if you're not happy, you can get a full refund. Go do it, because your face is covered with weird stuff. Hello, and welcome to the Comedy Button. My name's Anthony Gallegos. Joining me for this fine evening is Brian Altano. What, what, what? Scott Bromley. <laughs> Max Scofield. All right, we're going to take this girl out on the highway. We're, we're just going to open her up and see how fast it goes. We're gonna, it's a Pontiac. It's a fine car. It's a real good one. It goes oh, fucking, what? I didn't know where that was going. That was great. Uh, that was a good real fucking bait and fast. switch. A good, good one. Got different types of wheels on it. All different ones are going to go at different speeds. Hoo-ha! What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Comedy Button. Yeah, hey. Hey, how's it going? Ryan isn't here because we asked him, do you want to be on a late night show? And he said, nope. One of these days, we're just going to not have him here, and we're just going to use sound bites of him. I know. Well, yeah. I, I think we should. I really do think we should sit him down one day when we're doing one of these long weekend recordings where we do something like 90 episodes in mm-hmm. a day. Mm-hmm. Um, we should just sit him down and just have a bunch of, huh? Huh? No. What? What? What the hell? What the hell? Jesus Christ. Yeah. What, what, a slim shady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we could have it. So how's everybody been? Scott, you've been traveling um, a lot. Oh my god, I was just bitching you guys about how I've been traveling a whole bunch. I've been, I, I, yeah, lots of, I did the European thing, and then I traveled to the East Coast, did some did some <laughs> Europe things. I went to I went to Boston recently. That town sucks. You don't like Boston, huh? I don't like Boston. I, I, I've been there three times, and yeah. every time, it's, I, I understand, well. You gotta go to Cambridge. Well, I guess, because, I mean, yes, America, I guess, started there-ish mm-hmm. a bit. but An important it's, part. But it's also unremarkable Yeah, in how nothing poorly it planned. is. Nothing is. I did go to this... Uh, it's fantastically planned for carriages. Yeah. I did go to this. Boys. I did go to this one woman... This one woman... Uh, th- 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 some woman had some old house that they turned into a museum because she collected a whole bunch of art. And I went to this, I went to this museum, and it was... There, you could take the audio-guided tour, but I took two steps in there, and I was like, if this audio-guided tour is not just a haunted house sound effect record yeah. for two hours, you did this wrong. Because this woman had this huge mausoleum, and she's like, I'm going to put a Spanish cathedral in this room, and in this room, a bunch of tapestries and chairs, and here's here's a bunch of gargoyles and crosses, 
and more gargoyles. That sounds fucking awesome. Yeah. It's every room. Every room was a different theme, but it was like getting. Was there a Dairy Queen room? <laughs> kind of. Uh, there was. What do you mean, kind of? Was it or wasn't it? <laughs> well, I called it the Dairy Queen room because there a was the Virgin CBY. No, because no, there was a, no, because there was a, a statue of the Virgin Mary with her tit just like squeezing it out with a little baby suckling on it. Ah, uh, yeah, that was the Dairy Queen room, but um. So she had like a bro- Dairy Queen wasn't no you remember, Do you remember in the I think it was Batman Forever When Bruce Wayne <laughs> had Oh the, that old tome Had his uh, He was trying to seduce Nicole Kidman Remember that old a, haunted air Or it might have been the It might have been the Michael Keaton Batman Where he was uh, In the fireplace He had basically a tree trunk on fire Yeah You remember that Yep Yep She had one of those fireplaces But anyway Like I'm walking through the house It was Kim Basinger It was it? Yeah Okay So I was walking through the she house She was a basing ass bitch mm-hmm. Was she in basing instinct? <laughs> <laughs> you can't no. hear the thumbs up we're doing yeah. right now Oh man <laughs> But they're there Yeah um, So we were I, I was walking through this house And I'm going like What the fuck? Like Did the person who put this museum together not understand flow and put everything so it makes sense? Or did the woman just be like, I'm crazy as a loon. Put it anywhere. Probably. Probably. As I I walked through the museum and started reading the things, she specifically said, don't touch anything. It stays like this forever. I made it this way on purpose. (laughs) And they had quotes from her all over the place. And she's like, maybe my art collecting is an addiction, but not as bad as my addiction to whiskey and morphine. <laughs> nice. Well, what a what a gateway drug art collecting was. I like how if if you experience 18, this, it was like Margaret whatever, yeah. eighteen ninety six. I love how if you experience this in a video game, people will be like, "All right, it's trying too hard. It's it's bad narrative and it's shitty level design." Whereas this is a thing. Yeah. No. And I life. and yeah. I was walking through going like. This has got to be the scariest fucking house to live in because every room just is is a different nightmare cavern. Mm. That is, she was a really wealthy hoarder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's think, what that's what museums are really. I yeah. think that's what like a lot of a lot of rich people didn't have. There wasn't that word yet. Yeah, of like. You, you're, they called it Hodor back then. Yeah, they did. <laughs> back in Game of, of, of like, Thrones times. I was like, hey, you have, you have a bunch of shit, and uh, it's, you're a wreck. Right. And <laughs> you, like, we got to do something. With it. No one, because they, they only invited like other rich people over to their houses <gasps> mm-hmm. that did the same thing. Yeah. You know, that just all, also had like slaves and hoarder, hoarder tendencies and shit like that. And I kind of just like slid slaves right. in there. And slaves. Uh <laughs> animals but uh, i think i told you guys about that what's that thing it's like in southern california where there's that fucking disneyland no, yeah well that it's just like disneyland but sadder but there's that big mansion of that guy that owned all those animals oh spooky steve's big old werewolf canyon castle it's, it's a like a ritzier name than that but it's the same it's the same kind of idea um, uncle the Silbert's, diego, uh, downstairs shiffer robe if you know what yeah, i mean it's, i told the story on the show the I san told, diego zoo i told a kid on the bus to stop being a pussy <laughs> Because <laughs> he was like crying, pointing at an animal. But this guy was just like he started importing animals from like Africa mm-hmm. on his grounds, and just had like like a oh, yeah, 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 like yeah. a half a giraffe and like a flamenco that he took from its wife or a whatever. Flamenco? <laughs> yeah, it was Don Flamenco. <laughs> <laughs> like he just fucking random ass animals, and then you go in his house, and he's like, "Oh, I've got ten thousand marbles in here." And like, the fuck is wrong with you? Dude? I love that right. shit. Like your friend, you didn't have friends to tell you like you were a crazy ass dude because you they they were just like, "Yo, let's go get fucked." up at this weird labyrinth house this this fucked up friend of mine has you know yeah. let's go read weird as old read his porn tapestries and shit and like <laughs> play uno whatever the first version of uno was yeah i also stayed at a at a hotel that was like severely overcharging for what it was because they remodeled a howard johnson into just a mid-century modern hipster paradise where they just i know i know isn't it so sad when you can tell yeah what what like i always love seeing like hey it's a bank with the ghost of a pizza <laughs> yeah no totally it's, i like there was a I saw uh, one, my was, favorite uh, my favorite sushi place that wears a large sombrero on its head <laughs> no, like, I was, and, or, or my favorite sushi place blockbuster video yeah yep, yeah like you'll see like some, sometimes there's like the old the 80s mcdonald's that had like yeah. the, the it looks like the fucking 
you know, the the, the Hamburglar's hat right. is what the roof of the yeah, building yeah. is like. And they, they just turn it into, like, a, a laundromat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're like, you got French fries up there? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah one up? of the most popular taco places in Seattle was, like, a closed-down Burger King that yep. was, like, you know, the, the just these Mexican family had bought, refurbished, and was like, well, sell tacos at 3 yeah. a.m. to drunk people. Well, because people probably, like, drive by and they're like, I think I know what the fuck that roof is. And mm-hmm. they're like, oh, there's tacos in there. That's crazy. All right. Well, I feel I feel comfortable here. I lived yeah. in uh, when I lived in Sonoma. The house I lived in used to be the Wells Fargo Bank. Did I tell you this on the show? No, oh, I didn't, yeah. I didn't um, my the the guy who was my neighbor at the time, like back in the fifties or whatever, had basically been like, they were like, well, we're gonna tear down this fucking bank, but uh, if anybody wants to pay to move it, you can have it for real cheap. So he paid like I don't know two hundred bucks or something for the building, and then paid probably significantly more for the building to be lifted up onto a truck and then brought over and then dumped and then they sort of remodeled it into a proper fucking house but it was weird because it was like first of all the layout didn't make any sense like it was just it was laid out like a bank because the kitchen was a vault yeah we made lots of dumb vault jokes and we're like oh we couldn't find the vault here but it was like i don't know it was like an oddly oddly shaped house but uh it also had hard as shit walls i i broke my hand (laughs) punching one of them because it's like a shitty old house and i'm like oh yeah it's probably like you know you think like drywall or whatever like you know when you're a teenager you want to punch holes in the wall because you're angry and I um, <laughs> punched this wall. Got in like a fight with did my mom. Did you do that a lot? Punch holes in walls. Fair amount. Yeah, I, I did that too. Yeah. When I, when I moved a, when I moved out to college, my mom a, was yeah. like, I came back the first time and she was like, Hey, I took your posters down. And uh, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, Jen's always like, Why do you, Why do you Why do guys do that? I'm like, I don't know. Do you still do that? No, not. I mean, occasionally I'll get I'll get mad and like bang my fist on a table or something. Yeah, you know? but like, I don't know. It's like it's like I feel like it's a guy thing. It's like we're. I've know. never punched through a wall. I've well, never, I've, I've never punched a wall, but I've, I've punched, never punched like, through my a wall. steering wheel. Or, yeah, you fucking brandish knives on the highway, man. I don't know. You've, I've seen you punch your Anthony. You've punched your your uh, the, windshield, the windshield in the yeah. car while I'm sitting shotgun. I'm like, yeah. well, um, but there's, it, there's this face of mine. In this case, I was in this big 17 year old screaming match with my mom, and I was just like, no, 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 I don't want to watch Dragon Ball Z. Let me go to my room. Fucking just whatever homework, and you know, and then I, I punched the wall as hard as I could, and it. Uh, on the other side of the wall was a hallway and one of my mom's pictures fell down but other than that the wall was fucking fine mm-hmm. <laughs> it didn't fucking crack or anything on the other hand i got a boxer's fracture on my hand nice. a boxer's fracture that's what it called it what you call it when you uh you break uh one of your metacarpals which is like those little the, the hand, bones the in hand between bones, your yeah. hand and your oh, wrist oh, and, uh, yeah. and your wrist. those little those cool skeleton the the sub the sub fingers and they get the, um, they get that even with the gloves and everything yeah, because oh, um, they, they take off the gloves. Yeah, it's, and punch it's walls. basically if you if you punch if you punch wrong, you're supposed to punch leading with your first your your uh, forefinger and middle yep. finger. And but if you if you hit your like your ring finger, it'll it'll you know cr- crack because it's a shitty bone or whatever. But that happened and it was kind of just embarrassing because my mom was like, I came out of the room for dinner. I was like, my hand's really big, and she's like, oh, let me see it. And she's like, you stupid boy, you dumb baby. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the and then I was like, I think I was talking to someone about it, and they were like, oh yeah, that, that house is old as shit. Like that's like concrete under there. It's it's like plaster over concrete. Right. Like that's it was a bank, you fucking idiot. <laughs> of course you broke your hand. You tried to punch a bank. You uh, just punch your hand through the wall and all this money starts shooting out. Like, yeah. Wow, this is a shitty bank. That one curb in Vice City. <laughs> yeah, my, my parents were gonna buy the only house in our hometown with a with a secret passage when I really? when I was for their first house, but me and my brother and sister protested. So much that we moved into a really shitty house. Why? Because you hated having fun no, as was, a kid? No, it was literally a house built alongside the graveyard. And this was like, we had all just watched Night of the Living Dead and all yeah. these things like that. And it, I mean, it was literally like on the same grounds as the graveyard. Like, I don't know if it maybe belonged to the groundskeeper or something, but this was the house and we were going to live in. It had a secret passage. It was fucking creepy Where'd old house. Where'd the secret passage go to? To the just graveyard. Just between two of the rooms, mm-hmm. I to think. To Old Souls Cavern. Uh, but it was like, you know, in the wall, you could like move between oh, the walls. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I was Wait, like, my dad like, built one of you're, those. You're like, and still as an adult, like, I'm just, I'm, I'm not like... I'm not afraid of ghosts or anything, but I'm just kind of... I ain't afraid of no ghosts. I'm not afraid of the ghosts. <laughs> I do not fear the specters or the phantasms, <laughs> no sir. No matter if they're blood girlin or not. <laughs> if uh, there's something abhorrent in the neighborhood, I, uh, who am I to call upon? Do I say? <laughs> something is amiss with all these phantasms. <laughs> I think you get so fucked up by the idea of it all that you're like, this dude lives in a house... I dare say there's something the awry in the cul-de-sac. <laughs> Who should I reach out to? Ooh, something is amiss at the Hamlet. <laughs> it's not even the lyrics. 
It's not even close to the Ghostbusters lift. <laughs> a girl. I need uh, to call upon a squire. <laughs> but you would see people that live in your town that live near where uh, the graveyard is, and you'd be like, that guy's a fucking idiot. Yeah. It's like, just... I don't believe in that shit at all, but you're like, that guy lives next to fucking ghosts. Yeah. So, like, I don't want to go hang out with his kids. I there don't was, live in a um, house like that. There was this house I checked out when I was like, I, I was probably like 12. Um, but my mom and I were looking for a new place to live, and we went, you know, like we did like a walkthrough of this of this house we were going to rent, and it was like this totally nice house, and this old lady lived there, and we kind of walked through, and a bunch of stuff was still there, and she's like, yeah, it's you know, it's right here, it's, and it was like there was nothing, there was nothing noticeably wrong with it. It was like near some of my friends. It was like, you know, I had a lovely yard, and we left apparently, and I was, she was like, mom was like, what do you, what do you think of that house? Do you like it? And I was like, I don't like it, and she's like, huh, really? And I was like, I just got a weird vibe. And I found out, like, years later, apparently the reason that was on the market in the first place was that the husband had shot himself mm-hmm. in that house. Yeah. And my mom was like, this is sort of weird. And it was like, it, it wasn't like they were selling it. Like, I'm obviously, I'm with, you know, real estate, if they're selling it, you have to, like, you know, disclose, you have to disclose that kind of stuff. it. Yeah. yeah, but I think with, with renting a house, they were like, they told, you know, they, they told people who were checking it out, but it was also like, uh, you know, it was kind of like, you know, take it or leave it. Basically. Why do you have to disclose that when you're selling a house? I don't understand. Because most people are fucked up about this shit. Because sometimes there are strange things in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. just like, I guess if you'd like, yeah. that's literally like, well, so they like, there could be a ghost. They, they're the funny, not on the level. The funny thing is like, if you look at, if you, if you take the exact world we have right now mm-hmm. and you fast forward like a thousand years, but pretend that everything, all our resources are still totally intact. Our technology is still, you know, it's, it's improving, but we're still roughly living in the same sort of living conditions. Like we're in houses and stuff like that. Uh, fucking people will have died all over everything. Yeah. <laughs> like on every inch. It like nowadays, like, uh, 25 years ago, a man killed himself in this house. And in the thousand years, there'd be like d- people fucking shot their brains out all over the shit. <laughs> like every yeah. corner of this. I don't know. I think so we kind of have it c- pretty good right now. We're also oh. in, we're also in like, America, which is effectively the newest country in yep. the world, and we're in California, which is the newest part of that country in the yeah, world. It took a yeah, long time for uh, people to get over here. Yeah. My, my dad told me this weird-ass story. He went to, uh, I think it was Istanbul. Not, uh, not Constantinople? Yeah, I mean, it was Constantinople. At one point, it was the fucking the seat of the Crusades, you know? Oh, the hit Tiny oh. Tune song. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, even old um, New York. Yeah. Uh, but he he was in there, and he was like, this was back in the seventies or whatever. And he was like, he's like, you know what? I did a lot of weird shit back then, but I wasn't doing any weird shit at this point in time. And he walked into some like, I don't know, it was a cathedral or, or mosque or some shit or some some kind of thing that you go check out and you mm-hmm. go look at like an old reliquary or whatever. Yeah. And he looked at he like looked at some like ancient you know mosaic and felt like something pushed him in the chest and just knocked him on his ass. Yeah, and he was like what the fuck and got up and walked outside and was like just shaking up and down and like my dad's like not he's not like a, a space he ain't afraid like of no a, ghosts yeah uh i mean he's a pretty logical dude and he yeah. just apparently that he was just like he went and found a coke machine and just got like two bottles of coca-cola and was just like sat there and was like what the fuck was that <laughs> well, so, like it's just, like i need something normal and relatable yeah. right now i need That's a fucking, fucking coca-cola weird, sometimes you're just in a place that has some fucking shit in it like yeah. some history and it's like i'm it the don't same look way. good it don't look good uh and who will you call um no Phantasm but like chasers i remember uh <laughs> like my my mom is she's grew up in italy and she oh. she would tell us stories that we would make fun of when we were kids we we're like that's fucking stupid yeah but she was like oh we had a we had a there was a night in our town where people would leave food out for the old souls and i was like you left sandwiches out for ghosts you have any idea how fucking stupid that sounds like her she would tell us stories like her grandparents would like one night a year would take a bunch of food and just put it out there and they'd be like well good night uh this will keep the souls away because they'll walk down the street like clanging their old shitty lanterns or whatever because they don't know how to understand flashlights yeah it's, it's, even though they'll eat a, a fucking sandwich made today it's traditions like, oh, clang, clang. it's really interesting it's like traditions born out of cultures that were illiterate so they grew up in these countries where they were being told catholic church stuff on sundays but they couldn't read it for themselves so they developed all these traditions that fly in the face with a lot of what they were being told in church you know yeah. like they didn't know like very common that these same people who are like oh yeah i believe in jesus i go to the church just like everyone but i but also cast spells in my house ghosts are fucking like, sad as hell when you think about them as just like fucking ancient townies <laughs> 
Like they're like they're like, dude, leave. Well, I mean, like it, you, my parent, my, my mom. Dude, you lived, got fat since you died. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> my like my mom lived in like a fisherman's town, which means there were boats, which means there were ports, which means leaving. It means going anywhere. Like if you live in the Midwest or like you live in a place that's kind of landlocked, people get comfortable. I see that a lot, you know. But like when you live on a place, it's like near water you're exposed exposed to like a lot of shit and you can get up and leave and if you're like a ghost and you're like Ooh, I'm, I'm gonna haunt this town of 400 people like why you bitch like fucking <laughs> go haunt a thousand people like be a cool ghost i love and, the idea but i guess they're just, just not they're waiting for their big break you know I love the idea really, of like you as a witcher and you're just like you just come in and you're like hey man you're like more of a guidance counselor yeah. you're like hey dude fucking get your shit together no one, usually they're tied do, do you think it goes like apple that? orchard do you think they go through like i remember like when i was in high school my guidance counselor i was like i want to go to art school in new york city and he's like uh, think smaller. And I was like, what? And he's like, what about a nice community college in uh, Connecticut? And I was like, no, dude, I want to go to art school in New York City because that's like the epicenter of art and culture in America. And he was like, uh... And then I got into all the ones I wanted to anyway because portfolio yeah. is everything. Uh, maybe the same applies to ghosts. Where, like, a bunch of them go to, like, this, this according hub. To, according to Beetlejuice, yeah. Well, that's what I'm thinking about, right? Like, you go to the waiting room Beetlejuice, and, like, the, the, the guy's just kind of like, here's what you're going to haunt. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you're – sorry, you're like grandma's ghost star. Like, you're going to basically haunt the small town fucking shitty festival forever. Or you're like, oh, you're a good-ass ghost. Like, you're ready for Hollywood. <laughs> We're going to send him off to haunt the stars. Your screams are blood curdling. <laughs> <laughs> Join right. me in a seance. I just think it's really sad if you're a ghost and you're like i'm gonna haunt a, an apartment Ooh. yeah like get a mansion at least or like a town like be a like how do you become like the jersey devil or like uh like the kind of like you know like a banshee that haunts all of ireland i assume like what if those are the ghosts of dinosaurs you ever think about oh, that, that man. Just, no one has ever thought about that Honestly, yeah, what, yeah, what, yeah, what happens to ghost dinosaurs? I don't know. A lot of them die. I, not a lot of them. All of them All of them die. <laughs> you Let me backtrack. That. Let me print, print a, no, a wait, there. Ghost dinosaurs is what we use to power our cool uh, <laughs> fossil fuel cars. Is anyone ever haunted by a ghost dog? Other than Forrest oh, Whitaker. Yeah. <laughs> no, Jim ghost, Jarmusch. Ghost dogs are scary, man. Fucking... Ghost dogs? Yeah, it's real scary. Wait, 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 is there are there any lore of ghost? Dog? It was like son of Sam. He, yeah, he thought his dog told him or his neighbor. Yeah, but his dog, dog wasn't his dog wasn't. It wasn't his his neighbor's dog. His dog wasn't dead. It was. I don't. I don't mean a name drop or anything. But I totally used to hang out with the dog that played that dog in that movie, Summer of Sam. What really? Yeah, seriously. Like, <laughs> I hung out with this fucking celebrity dog when I was a kid. <laughs> uh, which I don't mean to brag, but I hung out with that dog. <laughs> No, like, I love that that's, like, if you're, like, having, like, a star fucking conversation, like, oh, yeah, I totally fucking, I used to go and go have drinks with Zach Efron or whatever, but you're, like, yeah, well, the dog that played uh, uh, the Summer of Sam, uh, dog, Son of Sam's dog, I, I totally... Yeah, Why'd you, you say yeah. Zach Efron like it's, like, a Creole yeah, you know, spice ingredient? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you know, you know uh, Thor Birch? You know, you know that movie Thor Birch was in, Monkey Trouble? Yeah. I used to hang out with that monkey. I hang out with that monkey who <laughs> stole stuff. But Dodger. I mean, so if the do- the dog from Summer Sound of Sam is set, let's pretend he's dead. Uh, is. I hope he is. That also wasn't okay, a ghost dog. That was dead. that was just schizophrenia. Like. He's he's dead for sure. But I mean, like Comet from Full House is dead. Is he yep. haunting? Is he haunting, is he haunting, that, haunting set that set in L.A.? I would hope so. Like that's fucking great. The idea of like a ghost gold. A I feel ghost, like he's probably haunting whichever retriever, whichever Olsen twin is doing more blow. Like. <laughs> He just keeps yeah. he just keeps swatting it off the table with his tail. <laughs> no, like they're, whichever one's like, oh my god, comets here, and they're like, what, where, and they're like, no, hold on, I don't, never mind. Uh, anyway, I think that uh, ghosts are fascinating. I still don't believe they're real, but I like the idea of them that there may be, there may be some, but not not that everyone becomes a ghost. Because that's no, too many fucking that's ghosts. That's too many ghosts. You're just like, then like, right now there's a thousand ghosts just being like, all oh, these guys are going to be done with the show. But like, so how do you, how do you. Haunt Scott's ass. Yeah, right. How do you, how do you become, oh God, that's a nightmare territory for them. I mean, <laughs> farts are pretty much the ghosts of food, so. Yeah. But I mean, like, how, how do you become a ghost? I think the idea of it is that there's. You have unfinished business. You fucking die. We can perceive four dimensions, right? Time being a fourth one. And then imagine that there's a fifth dimension that's beyond human perception. And so when you're. This ghost, is the dawn. Of the age of Aquarius. So, fun segue into our next, <laughs> our, our first question of the night from Dean Lowry, which I think Max, you're going to chime in on this one. Um, 
Don't I always? He said, I had a funny moment at dinner tonight with my wife, and I thought y'all might find it funny. So I'm eating dinner with my wife, my wife, and I got up and I farted. My wife then turns to me and says, if I could have surgery to make my fart sound like Brian Altano's braps, I totally would. Whoa. That's what she said. So uh, I'll see you in divorce court, because I think I have a new Mrs. Me. Uh... He says, have, have any of y'all significant others said anything that you had to look at them and just say, what the hell are you on about? Which I think is a British way of saying, the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck's Max, wrong with you? you were telling me before about what Jen thinks the movie Ghost is about. Oh, I talked about that on Beyond last week, actually. Yeah, well, let's talk about it right now real well, quick. Well, uh, so she, she, like, Jen will just have these, like, little just thoughts while she, she pops mm-hmm. up and she's like, I mean, it's, it's like Harry Carey bits on SNL where she's mm-hmm. like, hey! Oh, you know that movie Ghost? And you're like, what? <laughs> She's like, why'd that, why'd that woman decide to fall in love with a ghost? And I was like, well, because the <laughs> entire film revolves around him not always being a ghost. They, they, they were lovers, and then he dies. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh. She also do this thing where she makes up entire... Also, that movie's super dark. It's yeah. a very dark movie. It's also super shitty. Yeah. All right. Anyway, I've been on one podcast where we're talking about ghosts yeah. today. Um, but... She also loves to make up premises for movies based on what the title is, mm-hmm. uh, most notably being Silver Linings Playbook, which I still haven't seen because I was like, hey, we should watch this. This was back when it was up for Oscars or whatever. Right. And I was like, hey, this is supposed to be really good. We should totally watch this movie. And she's like, I, yeah, I don't know. And I was like, really? Because it's like a, I don't know, it's a smart drama semi comedy something or other with yeah. jennifer lawrence and bradley it's like cooper a, it's like it's a, a great movie it's like a, yeah. an amazing rom-com yeah. exactly yeah, yeah totally it's, it's like a smart rom-com yeah and and she's like about yeah, mental she, disorder and she's she's just like yeah i don't know i don't know i don't want to see that and i was like all right whatever and then i was like you know a, a few other netflix rounds later i'm like hey what about this, this is finally up here it's silver linings playbook she's like yeah i don't want to watch that I, I can't believe you want to watch that i'm like what are you what are you fucking talking about it's up for oscars like i i it typically means it's it's a it's a good movie or at least worth your time and she's like yeah, I just don't like football. And I was like, what? Well, there is a football element to the movie. Right. Well, she's like, it's a football movie. It's the Silver Linings Playbook. And I was like, what do you think the movie's about? And the she's Silver like, Linings football team. <laughs> I, told, I told you. She, she's just like, I mean, it's about like a football player who like gets injured and then he like has to, you know, get back you know, get back in sorts. Um, and then, uh, and, I could see that from the previous. I, I thought pitch perfect was a baseball movie. Yeah. For, I thought it was about pit, like pitchers. Again, I don't, I don't know what the fuck silver lines playbook is about. I know it's mostly about like a bipolar chick dating. Like, it's they're about both, a, a, they're both. It's they're, about a they're fucked they're up both, relationship. They're both bipolar. Yeah. They're both polar, I know but it's, he's, it's but he's so bipolar. He was institutionalized, and then he gets okay. out, and he's well, in the custody. Okay, of I his haven't parents. fucking seen the movie again. Well, that's point, the first four okay, minutes. All right. Well, fine. Great. But point being, it's not about football at all. It's not. It's not fucking Friday Night Lights or or the, the fucking the. No, there's a lot of football in that movie. Is that there's there is there is there, there, is. there honestly is. there honestly is a lot of, of football in that movie. A lot of a lot of eagles. Yeah, his family is obsessed with the Eagles. Oh, you know what? Yeah, she's she's kind of on to something. There's a surprising amount of football in that movie. Okay, well, whatever. I won't won't tell her that because I want you guys to watch. The selling point of that movie is not the football element. It's not like a classic sports movie like Rudy. No, it's the ballroom ballroom dancing that's the selling point of that movie. All right, these are all real things that are in the movie. All right, (laughs) I think I've talked about this on the show. I don't know if I talked about this on the show before, but uh, like uh, my wife once was like, um, "Thanks." She was like, uh, (laughs) "Keep doing that." She goes. Hey, um, if if somebody survives the electric chair, are they free? <laughs> and I was like, no, no, no. Like I actually stood up and I was like, no. Do you, can you imagine? Wes like, Craven made like, a documentary about that called Shocker. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. So did J- fucking Jim Varney called Ernest <laughs> goes, goes to, to jail. jail. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, could you imagine like a guy that like stabbed like seven people and, and then they tried it. the chair and they're like, it didn't work. Dude, that's a mini- And then he just goes away. In that fucking Bioshock game where Mark Summers is elected president. <laughs> that is some medieval, like right? your wife is like, like has that's some like mental- Salem witch trial. Next up for the presidential yes. challenge, like- you've got to survive one more physical challenge. It is the electric chair. I think there Can was- you yeah. do it? No, medieval I- I mentality. No, medieval mentality was totally that way. We'll set you on fire. And if she doesn't, light on fire well no god wanted to keep her right prove she was innocent but yeah. with the electric chair i think there were a couple of people who it just wouldn't kill and they just like left it on until it did yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I think they just were, co- they just yeah. keep cooking you. Well, yeah, the, yeah they still <laughs> kill Tom, you. Thomas yeah. Edison did that to an elephant. It's, <laughs> it's, it's fucking awesome. They uh, don't go like but terrible. Fin- but did, terrible. Is there any of your last meal you want to take on your way out? And then you go like, oh, thanks, I'm alive. Hey, we I'm saved like, your so- we saved your smokes. Here you go. And you're like, cool, because there's three people left in that family I didn't kill. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm gonna go back and stab them in the heart and face and stuff. Like, it, what? Like, that makes no sense on any level. Um, Stacy has said once. And I thought it was hilarious that she said, it is so dark in this room. I can't hear myself think. <laughs> oh, man. I love that. That's great. Yeah. So. I think, I mean, a lot of people are like, visual like, learners. Yeah. You know? One of those things where I was like, wow. Anthony, okay. what about you? I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I just, I'm sure I've said all kinds of dumb shit, you know? Like, I have a really... I don't know. Like, I can't think of something dumb, but I have a really bad habit of saying fucking and pausing in the sentence. So I'll be like, you know, when animals fucking and you're like, and I'll just say that. And then everyone in the room will be like, because I'll just have said that <laughs> yeah. and I'll, I'll pause at the wrong moment. I do that all the time. Yeah. You know, when animals fucking my uh, my oh, friends yeah. in um, in Sonoma, we used to do this thing. This is totally like the kind of shit we, we would totally do. Like it basically it was our version of my wife. But back then, Borat quotes were very bad form. Because uh, it was 2006 at the time. Oh, back do, then, do I yeah. make you horny, baby? Um, they're right back in. in but no, if, if anybody would, would kind of do that thing, we're like, but uh, yeah, bad, but uh, but fucking, and with someone else would always go, but fucking, just real loud, oh, just yeah. interject with that. I, I, I kind of miss that. <laughs> but fucking, um, yeah, but fucking, but yeah. fucking, yeah. Uh, if you haven't noticed, everything's awful. So if you want to retain your last sliver of sanity, you should probably get some earbuds to block it all out. Hey. Maybe you already have some, but life is impermanent and dark. So you should go to tweakedaudio.com and grab a pair of backup, durable, tangle-free, noise-canceling earbuds and one of seven styles of seven colors so you can drown out the sounds of your own dystopian hellscape that is everyday life. Again, that's tweakedaudio.com. Use the offer code GEEKBOX at checkout for 33% off of your purchase and free worldwide shipping. Tweaked Audio! It's for your ears. Cool. Uh, we got another question. That's yeah. That's a very good one. Actually, I got a. I got a really. Uh, this is this is entirely too well typed of a letter for us not to bring it up. Uh, we got a letter from Tally, mm-hmm. and Tally wrote an entire typewritten letter on graph paper, which is just beautiful <laughs> and uh, it, it's very it's it's lovely. It's verbose. Basically, long story short, uh, Tally is. Having a kid, mm-hmm. he's an adult man. He's mm-hmm. happily married. Everything's all good and hunky dory. But he's having that uh, dilemma of whether or not circumcision is the right thing to do. Uh, and there's this kind of that. There's the cultural stigma where it's it's very common stateside. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's all those those occasional insane people who will protest it. And there's the fact that it's also like kind of being like, hey, celebrating the birth of a baby boy by cutting off part of his dick. What what do we think about that? Yeah, go yeah, for it's, it. It's a weird peel that, uh, peel that banana. It's a weird tradition, right? Because it comes from like a, a Judeo Christian culture, and it was like you know the way that you were like you could tell who was in and who was out. Ah, you're with you're with this crew right. of God because you were missing this force. I mean, Be- there's before they had like IDs. There's literally like, oh, parts in the Bible dick. where. Where a guy is tasked with go bring me fucking five hundred foreskins from dudes like that's what I want from you is like a, as like a dowry for my wife for my for my daughter what a fucking, fucking like, fetch quest shitty side like, quest yeah yeah like like, like so fucking hell that's so gross it comes from such a weird thing right like no one back then was doing it because they thought it was clean they were doing it out of this like religious right thing right yeah. and it's like but nowadays we do it because we at least the thing I always hear is it's cleaner it is supposedly. Cleaner. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, I don't know. I was, I remember being in high school the first time I ever saw an uncircumcised penis, like from one of my friends. I was like, what the fuck is up with his was thing? He, like, he's I, brought it to school. Oh, he's got one of those, uh, he's got one of those strikes back replica penises, <laughs> those anteater noses. Yeah. So I just, I just didn't understand. So to me, it's like, I don't really feel like I know enough. Like to me, it's like, well, it was done to me. So I don't know. Is it good? I, yeah. I don't know. I'll put it this way. Like, I don't judge people who aren't like that. I mean, I don't really judge a lot of dicks. It's just, I'm, really, I'm not in the business of that. 10 yeah. out of 10 IGN. Uh, <laughs> uh, 7.8, too much water. Do whatever you want with your shit. I just know that me personally, if I have a son or a daughter, uh, they're going to get circumcised. Yeah. You're going to so you, not a you support female circumcision. I'm just kidding. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> Foot and mouth idiot. No. And I'm not going to do any of that work. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. A smarter person's going to do that. Yeah. But, uh, like, I don't know. I, I think it's like, from what I've heard, it's... But here's the hygiene reason. Yeah. There is, there's a major hygiene reason to it. There's also like, let's be blunt, most of the dicks that I see 
in any given year is in porn. And when the one comes out that just looks like, you know... The like, guy with the accent comes out? Yeah. It, it, it just looks yeah. like a queen alien. Right. There are the people, like, though, that argue here. that the same reason you don't give a woman a circumcision, because it's like you're basically cutting out her clitoris and it therefore denies her sexual pleasure and it's like mm-hmm. this yes. violent thing. Again, I was there joking some, back there about no, female I know, obviously, obviously, but I'm saying yeah. there are some people who say that doing it to a guy is not dissimilar in the sense that you deny him a lot of... There is like a certain sexual stimulation yeah. that now is being taken from I've also I've also had friends who were uncircumcised who were like incredibly insecure that they came faster or so they thought or mm-hmm. they just... They, they had that issue of sensitivity. Yeah. Uh, I had a girl give me or try to give me a hand job. And kind of stop midway and go, this is weird. I don't actually know what I'm doing here. Uh, I'm used to guys being uncircumcised. And I was like, I mean, it it's a similar concept. I mean, it's like, you, so you don't know how to drive stick? I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's, hmm. yeah. but it's, it's, I guess also, like, if I'm, if I'm having a kid and I'm, like, I don't have a son and, and, He's uncircumcised. And he's like, Dad, I don't know. This is thing with my foreskin. I'm like, I have no idea what to tell you. Yeah. you know? I think I would just I, probably I always do review that. medical literature. I would yeah. also say that uh, as a as a relatively lazy uh, person, when it uh. comes to having to clean up a baby's diaper who just exploded shit all over the place, the last thing easier. I want to do is to clean every nook and cranny and you can just take a baby wipe peel down that little mushroom cap and just go whoop whereas opposed to the anteater tongue you're like oh god i gotta get like a q-tip and cut it nah, yeah. back and just get well it is uh, uh, we've uh, reached a new level of and you'll have you'll you, no but that's like an extra extra couple Scott minutes brings up a valid thing for if you're going to be a father to be yeah well i'll put it this way and please don't, a lot of work please don't send me articles about this but it seems odd that it's just a thing that you get rid of that you don't have the option of getting back. Yeah. Like, what if it's like we're all talking about very young in your life, right? Like, like when you don't last long, or when you have shit in your dick, or when you're like getting jerked off in high school, or whatever the fuck. But like, maybe you're like fifty, and you're like, hey, I can. I want to. Hey, I never. That, I want to put the peel back on yeah. the banana. Like, do you really have that option? Is that no? A you don't. No, no. I've never Why not? You can. Look, I've you never can, once wished it was still. It was still there. No, me neither. Because I don't miss it. I don't miss a thing i don't understand not having right you know like it's yeah. it's it's like you took something away from me that i didn't know i had so it doesn't mean anything to me but i mean that we live in a in an era where you can pretty much get anything grafted onto you you can anything sewn to you i got like 15 uh different 3d printed ears all over my dick yeah that's good <laughs> yeah. that's good yeah, I don't know. Maybe they can put it, put something back, Brian. Yeah. I don't know if they can do reverse circumstances. I'm just saying, if that's the thing you really miss, maybe you can get that that weird ring back on the you know that magic carpet wrapped around that. I guess you could always just let your kid not be circumcised and then someday let him choose to do it himself. No, so my stupid. sister did. Really? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll say it again. That's stupid. No it's, offense to your sister. Uh, no, no, no. I I had to change his diaper, and I was like, "That's why I said that." And I was like, "Oh God, that's yeah. a that's a, a that's a fairly valid reason." Like, I don't know. So, so I guess that segues into Mario Rivera's next question. Simple four question, uh, four word question, which I don't know if I entirely agree with, but why do people suck? Oh man, so many this reasons. Is deep. This is this is, um, this is either very easy, and it's like no, they don't, or it's like okay, here we go. Because of stuff, you know. Uh, I know, I know this one. Okay. Sorry, I know okay. this one. Because we're we're still animals, but we're smart enough to not think that we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. I'd say that's pretty. And accurate. we're and I don't know. We still have these animal impulses of like, oh, like I want to, I want to, yeah, I want to beat off, or I want to go take a shit, or I want to be better than somebody else. But at the end of the day, like, or I want to kill someone over yeah. food. Like it's like, like it's all those things. We're are... smart. Most of us, I feel like, or a lot of us, are smart enough to recognize that we are kind of intellectually above certain behaviors but at the same time there's that kind of like there's that pull you know like the, oh I, I just but i still want to do this thing. i mean i think you can look through the history of the last even like 1500 years mm-hmm. and see how much society has grown as they've learned about things like psychology and really yeah. important things that changed the way that they viewed things that were totally looked at very differently you do you know? guys do you guys feel like we're like collectively getting better or worse collectively getting better you think uh, you think so? That's good. That's, yes. I, 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 there's less slavery in the world today than there was 200 years ago. 
Well, yeah, if you, you know, look, if I'm you just look at there are things that are there are institutions sure. and stuff that are you know women have much more equality two hundred mm-hmm. years than they did two hundred years ago. Well, I guess like, if if you move the needle back that far, I mean, I would say like if you're in your own life, even if you move the needle back to the sixties, we're doing better. Yeah. Well, yeah, but sure. but you or also look 90s. at you also it's also a race against overpopulation too. So yeah, I mean, we're about to be on the verge of wars for water for all we. I know, mean, what's so. what's fucked up is that idiocracy came out six years ago if that and that starts out with this wonderful kind of graph chart of like oh these are these overeducated people who are like we're gonna wait for the right time i mean kids and then there's the guy who's like so, fuck it i'll stick it anywhere i don't I, I i walk by a carl's jr on market street yeah, carl's jr green burrito market Car- I, and seventh i walk by a carl's jr on market street on market and seventh every single morning sure and mm-hmm. there is just a cavalry of people shooting up, buying drugs, selling drugs, sucking dick sure, for, sure, sure. For, for cum or drugs or whatever the fuck, smoking cum. Sometimes cum and shooting drugs. Cum, cum drugs. And th- th- that's not surprising because what's out there is what I grew up seeing taking field trips in a Times Square in New York City in the 80s. Mm-hmm. But what is surprising is the front of Carl's Jr. And the uh, if I was just to judge what they're, where they're going with their shit, they are on some – like they are – Every single day, it's like gun to your head. Iterate on what you did yesterday, but crazier. Like I walked by today, and they had a, they had a giant advertisement for a cheeseburger outside. It called Bacon Three Way. Oh yeah, and that's the name. That's Good the actual girl. legal name of it. That yeah. They had. Wait, really? Yeah, it's called Bacon Three Way. Yeah, the patty has bacon in it. It has yeah, huh. patty's got bacon. It's got bacon on top, and there's bacon jams. Bacon mayonnaise. Yeah, and then. Um, the guy who sells it to you will 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 here we go. He'll blow you while there we go. while he eats bacon. Um, so it's just it's just gross. And you walk by it and you're like, why would anyone need this? You know? And like you think about like like I don't know Ray Kroc's vision for hamburgers when they were like five cents for a burger, whatever the fuck. And then you look at what it is now and you wonder like, okay, well what the fuck? Like where do we lose? Like I don't know if that's part of like Donald Trump's make America great again vision, but at some point you like we lost focus on like on food and eating and, and survival because uh, we don't need to worry about survival at all anymore. Cause yeah, we, I mean no, that's that's one thing that really fucks with me actually is that um, we're we're good. Like we're at a point where I would feel like in a lot of ways modern medicine is almost a detriment to society at this point because survival of the fittest is kind of. It's kind of slow into a roll here. Wait, you should read Albert Brooks's book, uh, 2030. It's all about that. Yeah, I, sh- I probably should. I should read more books in general. Like, I just, I don't do enough of that. But Well, the major I mean, problem with modern medicine is, is that it's survival of the richest almost because, like... Well, no, but there's also that, like, there was a point in time where the thing that would kill you was disease and famine. Yeah. You know, and now it's like, well, if you wash your hands and maybe have access to antibiotics, like, well, that's cool. But in the grand scheme of things, antibiotics are, you build up a tolerance and diseases get stronger, but it's also like everyone just kind of survives everything. And uh, then meanwhile, famine, it's like, there was a point where stuff like, like having beer was a way of having calories. Calories. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're getting nourishment, not like, Oh, here's your perfect balance of protein and fiber and all your vitamins. It was like, here's some shit to put in your body because you will starve to death and collapse otherwise. Everyone was exhausted and dehydrated. And also, by the way, the dehydration thing, that's why tea tea exists because it was proof that you boiled the fucking water because you can't make Mm -hmm. it taste like anything unless you do that. So it's kind of this, you know, rite of passage. Uh, I love that, uh, you know westward expansion like all the all the chinese railroad workers like they did they wouldn't get dysentery because they would have tea or yeah everything. they wouldn't just drink random water they found um it's little know. things yeah yeah i don't know and then yeah it's it's just it's weird that at this point we're like yeah beer is like a recreational beverage it's not like this thing that anyone actually needs but there was a point in time where it was like here's a here's a loaf of bread in a can or a bottle so- or a so to hone back in on the original question, which I think parries on what you're saying, is why do people suck is because we – I think it's because we have a severe lack of actual problems and we live forever now. Uh. And – no, most do. Most do. Anybody listening to the show is not like – ah, ah, Oh, man. That was a good goof back there about, no, about the Power Rangers. Yeah. 
I mean, uh, we, I think we have a handful of listeners who probably have to deal with real, real of course, shit. Yeah. of course. And I'd love to hear from. Oh them. yeah, we have uh, listeners who are in deployed in places. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'll say that I think the bigger problem, Brian, is that uh, people are are people are living longer, and everyone. It, the problem, the reason people suck is because nothing is ever enough for anyone. Yeah, like hardly anyone looks at what they have and says this is enough. They say. Uh, how can I be making 5% more money? Oh, like, you know, like, oh, that woman's, like, way prettier than my wife. Like, I'll, my I'll wife. just look at her. Like, nothing is ever good enough for them, so therefore people fucking want something else all the time. And they're never satisfied. And so that's what right. has made people be like, I'm going to set sail for my ship and fucking conquer Africa because that we need that. Like, it's yeah. nothing is enough. Yeah. I guess the grass is greener. That if makes you, if you have, sense. If you've got... If you can immediately scrub ahead and see exactly how green the grass is, if you can just go online and be like, what's the greenest grass in my area? You know, what, what, what are my other options? Whereas, like, I love people like, yeah, Mozart did all this good shit when he was, like, 17 years old. And uh, also, he's, uh, his dick was bigger than yours, and <laughs> he, he was also a cage fighter. I, uh, <laughs> also, you're a pussy, <laughs> moron. I was, um, I was walking around. I but, like, walking. I love it. Like, that, there's that, but then it's like, oh, yeah, but also, you know, the life expectancy was yeah, a third. Right. Or 40. Yeah. No, so I was walking around Cologne, Germany, by myself on the final day I was there because our, our live show wrapped at like one o'clock, and I took a cab back to the hotel, got in, showered, got changed, put on my sunglasses, put on my headphones, put on an album, and just walked outside. And I was just like, I have a few hours before I have to meet up with everybody for dinner, and I'm walking around, and it was like just fucking gorgeous. The, the weather was perfect, um, like this like weird little horse and carriage went by with like a, a newly married couple on it and they waved at me and I waved at them. Um, and I'm walking along like this, the, the Rhine river and it's just perfect. There's like a crepe stand and it's utter, utterly beautiful. And I'm like, this is one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in my entire life. And this guy comes walking towards me. And the weird thing about being in Europe is that you see a lot of obsession with California there. Like the specifically honing in on the mm-hmm. American idealism, they lock in on California because it just seems like we get Rock it. And roll blue, yeah, totally, oh, totally. We all fucking relax by the beach all the yeah. time and fucking listen to me. So I see this guy that looks like me in high school. He's got like slightly longer hair. He's pale. He's miserable. He's frowning, and he's walking down the street wearing this black V-neck that, right across the middle of the chest, in white letters, it says, says "fuck." It says California. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and it says California. And he's pissed off and angry, and he lives in Germany. And I'm a tourist in Germany from California, smiling my ass off, being like, this is great. And for that like exact second right there, I was like, I totally get the universe. No one is happy with what they have. We all think something's better something somewhere else. It's the grass is greener metaphor on like the biggest scale I've ever got to actually yeah. personally experience it. Yep. So, yeah. All right. Let's do one more. Sure. Uh, Man. I know. You got to pick a good one. We'll fly through some. Uh, Stevie Sirzerga says, whose offspring would be the most like their dad? I 100% think it's you, Scott. I would, pro- I would probably think so. I think well. you're going oh, to run a tight ship. Yeah. Max, you and I are going to have people that, that wildly rebel from us. Because the way, I think the way that pendulum swings. <laughs> We're going to have a little fucking... Just- the, the pendulum swings from like hippie to Republican, hippie to Republican. And we're way more... We're not hippies. But we kind of are. Like, yeah, I mean, you you're in, yeah, we kind of are. I mean, wh- wh- how uh, many hours has passed since you had kombucha? I rest my fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he's got you. Oh, good. I love good how I was call. just talking yeah. about how, like, oh yeah, people used to have beer and, and tea because it was like you knew that it was like it was safe. And now I'm like, I actually spend extra money to know that something's growing in my train. Yeah. <laughs> like, and Anthony, I come full circle. I, here. Feel, I feel like you're, you're closer. Cause I met your dad Yeah, and Scott, I've met your dad mm-hmm. and I feel like you guys are way like you didn't fall far from those trees. Right. Too much. Um, yeah. And I don't think your children will either. And the cats and the cradle yeah, my dad's, and the my dad's, my, dad's, my dad's pretty similar to me. If, if we differ, like if I had been, Raised by the military, I'd probably be uh, right wing in the same way you'll, as my dad. You're not right wing. Raised you're... on the radio. Yeah, but you 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 will give your son a gun or a knife one day, and you'll be like a this knife is for, for sure. A gun, maybe not by then. By then, in the future wars. Oh, I'm saying I'm saying maybe by then we will have banned guns. Yeah. So and I will definitely yeah. build a kick-ass we'll Pinewood Derby car for my kid that 
has hidden weights. But I'll definitely make that my you're cheating on. I'll yeah, definitely make totally. my kid a fucking bow from the trees, and we'll fashion yeah. it together. You if know? we have trees, yeah, those those will be, probably be gone. But Max, you and I are fucked. We're totally dead. Like we're gonna we're gonna have kids who are just like we're gonna be like, hey, here's the here's Star Wars and Bubble Bobble. They're gonna be like, fuck off, piece of shit. I'm gonna go play football. Yeah, they're gonna be Ivy Leaguers. And oh man, yeah, yeah, you're screwed. You're going to be like, hey, let me t- show you my old cyberpunk comics, and your kid's going to be living it. He's just going to think you're the yeah. fucking weirdest Yeah, because, I mean, like, we have that now with the people, like, we're married to or going to marry, respectfully. Like, it's, you're, you, there's so much, you can meet them halfway on so much stuff, but there's other stuff where you're like, oh, look what I am. Like, oh, please stop. I think like, we're going we're gonna to have daughters. Oh, yeah, for sure. We're going to have daughters, and we're just going to be like, yeah, Brianna Altano going out the Dracula's castle to go <laughs> blow a dude. That'll be my, that'll be my big curse. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's one you name know, that's, that's off what, the table. It's what every man wants to do when he grows up is name his daughter after his aborted <laughs> older sister. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go down the Wildwood, New Jersey. Going to go blow some dude. You know, I've got to go blow Tony I need and to Dracula. I need, I need to clarify here. I've literally never been to Wildwood, New Jersey. <laughs> I've heard about it my Brianna entire life. To me, it sounds like the most fucking like haunted steampunk, <laughs> just wet, dripping like Dragon Ball Italian man. Yeah, that's what happened when Tony gets in me with this Dragon Dude, there Ball. There was a wet and dripping. You know what I mean? There was a, a ski slope at my my. My town's like yeah, yeah no, they're ski called ski my tits, man. It was, it was called Wildwood, and my friends and I would be like, "Do you ever just imagine like a like a Ren and Stimpy drawing of like a, a scary like a, a just a, a dick with legs that was like, oh, like <laughs> yeah, a wild boner <laughs> like Sharky yeah. the Shark Dog from Eek the Cat, but it's a dick." Come here, yeah, Sharky. Anyway, Nicholas Castellano to close out the show says, "Have you actually been so consumed in laughter that you pissed or shit yourself? Has this ever happened to you guys?" Like you shit your pants. No, or? I've choked on all kinds of shit though. Yeah, I, I've choked. Have you like yeah. snorted or shot like liquid out of your face? Yes, hundred percent. Yeah. Oh yeah, me too. I, I've laughed. I've laughed hard that just streaming tears and snot coming out yeah. of me. I'm pretty sure I, I saw Scott a, spit soda when Ryan tried to jump over the thing at IKEA. That was yeah. I think I think recently the hardest I've laughed at anything. Uh, Scott, I have that picture of. I forget. I think Andrew, your friend Andrew, our friend Andrew, took the picture of you and me laughing so hard at your bachelor party of that kid that went down on the skateboard. Oh yeah, I took that picture. <laughs> yeah. Was that you? Yeah, that was me. Yeah, okay, yeah. you and I so are good. laughing so hard, like you can you can hear the piss coming oh out of us. Oh my god! And yeah, that, I, that, that I, could I, be the thumbnail for this episode. Fuck it. You gave yeah, him ten bucks. I gave him ten dollars because that was like a fat king. Thank you for entertaining me, young young oh, boy. I, fuck, I was. You guys, you guys look so you just. It's that's ecstasy, yeah, and agony. Like it's just right there. You're just like, he just tried to scream into the restaurant. Wiped out so hard. It flew. It was like his, his skateboard was on a different show than he was on. His skateboard was just like, nope. And he was just like, I'm still here. Whoop. I mean, that skateboard the camera wanted... followed the, the skateboard and it was just doing the opening credits through the entire town. Oh my god! I just left him behind. No, uh, no, I, I, I laughed so, I laughed so hard. I cried that day. Oh, because yeah. I think it's like it went like I don't know when you when you're in high school, shit like that happens to you all the time, all the time. And, and you, you don't do it in front of two right. thirty-five year old men, and when <laughs> who are secretly like fifteen, fifteen. But when like when you get old enough to the point, like there's a lot of things you realize, and it's kind of fucked up. You realize like I'm never going to do this again. And like you have a lot of like, a lot of doors closed the older you get, and it's like a it's a good sound that door closing. You're like, I'll never do mushrooms again, or like you're like like I'm I'm never gonna do like the trip I just did with Zach and and Goldfarb that we talked about on last week's episode. I'll never do anything like that again. It was just amazing, but like that happened. It was wonderful. It was so great. Like I'll never wipe out on a skateboard ever. Again. Uh-uh. I just won't. There's nothing in the world that'll be like, hey, why don't you get on this thing? Because like even me like in a video being like, I'm gonna do a cool stunt. I'll slip. I'll fracture my arm in 70 right. places. I'll walk weird forever. It's not, I'll have metal in me. Like, it's not worth it. So, watching that was sort of just like, ah, <sighs> yes. Feels good. It's very nice. Like, you yeah. get to that point as an older man where you're like, oh, good. You know, I can just watch the world fail at yep. shit around me and yep. not have to ever worry about fucking it up again. Yep. 
Oh, that's that that that's a that was a great time. Those those rare occasions where you just laugh at something so hard you cry, like just just cherish those. Cherish those, mm-hmm. yeah. Because that's your that's your that's your brain having a little orgasm right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, it's, <laughs> you, you it can't really you is. can't control it. Like it's just sometimes it's nothing. Like I I still remember like I think it was my 14th birthday. I went to this shitty sushi place in somewhere nowhere Connecticut, and there was this dude who was just sitting there. Staring angrily at his his sushi, <laughs> everyone else at his table was like eating away, and he was just like, he was just like, <laughs> looked like Donald Sutherland, and he was just like furious at his, <laughs> his foreign food. Why and my, here? my friend and I were just like, we just fucking we died laughing at that. That was uh, <laughs> that was fifteen years ago. Like was, I still remember that man's face because it was so fucking funny that we couldn't actually eat our own food because we were laughing to her. My mom was like, "I'm never taking to sushi." Oh yeah, there, like, there was this kid that there was like uh, a like ten year old kid that lived uh, in a house like half a mile from my high school growing up, and his parents built him this like it was like the most like Montessori tree house because it was on the ground. Mm-hmm. But it oh was my fucking god! It was like completely <laughs> we flat. Call on the our treehouses by their first. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like a house built around yeah, a tree. Ground, yeah. ground house. So uh, we used to sneak into it and smoke pot, <laughs> but uh, of course, and because he was like ten, all he he put up pictures of like like the of like corvettes and like the army and mm-hmm. shit. yeah so we just go in there and just get like blacked out stoned, and they would just be like it'd be like being in a wooden tent. Like, it was, like, weird, like, a fucking weird wooden teepee. And we'd go in there and just be pictures of, like, cartoon, like, it'd be, like, a dog or, like, Rugrats and then, like, uh, a, a Lamborghini. Right. <laughs> and me and my friend John and, like, three other people went in there. And we smoked weed for, like, three hours. Like, the whole plan was, like, we're going to go in here on a Friday night at 10 o'clock. And we're going to smoke weed until, like, it's light out. Even though there was no windows in there. And we had, like, a, it was, like, the Midnight Society. We took turns passing around, like, a flashlight. And just smoking and at the very end of the night my friend takes the, the this shitty metal bowl that we had and he taps it against the back of this like corvette picture and all this ash falls out of the back of this fucking picture of a car and he goes well say fell where to the weed <laughs> and we were like did you say fell where <laughs> did you mean farewell and he's like the word is fell where <laughs> And we all started laughing so hard, we started pissing ourselves in this kid's <laughs> shitty floor treehouse covered in car pictures. And ran out, basically, and had to run in different directions and just started peeing on trees. Oh, that's great. And then we looked up and we're like, the sun was coming out, the moon was going like, ah! One of my friends, like, stole a picture of the Lamborghini, he was like, ah! And we're like, all right, time to go home. Break! And then everyone disappeared. And it was like a, the end of Stand By Me. Well, there you go. Yeah. Brian, I also, I Brian was... grew up to be a podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I was God. also going to say, Max, briefly, the, the another time that made me laugh uh, so hard that I was crying was when you and I were in the back of Liz's car going to Hooters on New Year's. And oh, we my were just fucking God. Listing things back and forth. Yeah, the listing thing was that was like a that was like kind of us just that was a weird drug phase for us where yeah. it was just the man who lists things. The man who lists. Uh, I want to how blue tip matches. <laughs> uh, a microphone. Several dozen copies of Salt and Pepper is very necessary on cassette tape. <laughs> But only the B-side single, what a man, uh-huh. what a man. <laughs> and we would just list these ridiculous items for this man. It was it was dumb. Yeah, anyway. it, doesn't, it doesn't it doesn't hold up. It was like a yeah, I love it. You had to be, yeah, had to be, be in the back of a woman's car on the way to Hooters on New Year's Day, yeah. 2010 for breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good time. I love it. Yeah. See, people don't suck. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. Take us out, Anthony. Say farewell to the show. <laughs> Fowware, everybody. <laughs> you can go over to ComedyButton.com and pick up our movie commentaries and merchandise. You can also go to Patreon.com. Get on down to ComedyButton and movie commentaries and merchandise. You can go to Patreon.com slash ComedyButton and pay $1, get two extra episodes a month. And then, uh... That's right. We've yeah. got apples. I hope you like apples. All we've right, got man. Granny Andy's Andy Smith apples. Facebook.com slash ComedyButton is our Facebook group if you want to join that. All right, Dan. You can find us all at Twitter. I'm at Chuff Money Scott's at Scott underscore Bromley. Mm-hmm. 
Brian's at Agent Bizzle. Max at Max Scoville. Ryan's at Rye Dog. There's two fellas standing on a bridge. Uh, one fella says the water's cold. Other says the water's deep. Uh, one of the fellas from Oklahoma, I believe. All right. Man. And then you can go to <laughs> IGN every Wednesday and listen to Podcast Beyond or go to YouTube.com slash Star Wars and watch the Star Wars show that Scott writes. Or you can go to IGN on Thursdays at noon and watch up at noon yeah. with Brian and Max. Go to YouTube.com slash The Condom and tell us what's there because never, <laughs> I've never seen that YouTube channel. <laughs> All right. All right, man. We love you guys. We hope you have a great weekend. We're glad that you got to share with us. And uh, take us out with the list. Why don't you fix me up there something good to eat? I'm going to get me a a ceramic owl of some, a map of Puerto Rico. (laughs) Picture picture frames for old Fillmore posters. (laughs) Jigsaw puzzle of Garfield and friends. You can get uh, 16 different colored woodpecker pencil toppers, <laughs> a hard-boiled egg, a Nestle 100-grand bar, the super glue that's in the pen form. You did this, Anthony. This is what you made. <laughs> Look what you've done. A 24-pack of SpongeBob SquarePants Band-Aids, Trojan Ecstasy Condams. <laughs> With a reservoir tip. A slightly bruised peach. (laughs) Haribo gummy frogs. A gift certificate to Pet Boys. (laughs) I can't do it. It's already happening. 117 pounds of Big League Chew. Oh my goodness, it's time once again to thank all of our good friends at home. Austin, Steve, Christopher Watt, Brent, Mike Chaluto, Liam Brand. Why sorority- is the raven like a riding desk? Sorority noise. <laughs> I love to laugh long, loud, and clear. Nicholas Jackson, Jeff Gordon, Ivan Robles, Brent <laughs> Culberson, Logan Reimer, <laughs> Jonathan Roca. Thank you. Mina Farag. Thank you. Aaron Norgar. Oh, thank you. Sam Gerstner. <laughs> Jeff Benjamin Preston. Thank you. Mitch Galvin. Thank you. L. Nolte. Thank you. Eric Walk. Oh, thank you. Nathan Moore. Thank you. Kyle Bollinger. Oh, who else do we have to thank? An Abraham Pepra. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you all very much. The Comedy Button is executive produced by Billy Arundel, Horler Fur Ingle Herbertson, Jamie Gordon, J. Ellis James, John Skinner, Curtis Ruska, Laura K. Buzz, Matt Shotroff, Motherfucking Kevin, Paul Grabovac, and Paula Schultz!